And we're back with Take Charge Podcast. Mr. Menon, it's been a minute. How's it going? Well, they're going good. I missed you. Me too. Yeah. And all of these companies took you from me. Everyone is calling you, come train our team, come do this, come and that. So it's been a while we haven't hooked up properly. And we just now like a half a break between session and another and the Take Charge Academy. So we're like, let's do a quick podcast. Doctor, tell us a quick updates. What's been happening in the market uh, recently? And the, so Q1 is done. It was a very strong Q1. Actually, it was world record-breaking to everyone, all of the companies. But how about Q2? What do you foresee for it? I don't see it uh, slowing down in the second quarter. I think we're going to have an amazing three quarters for the rest of this year. Let's look at what happened in Q1, actually. Uh, the numbers tell a brilliant story. We had over 39,000 millionaires investing a little over 110 billion dirhams in a span of three months. 35 billion dollars. Yeah, and no, it's not, and it's not just that. If you look at the number of homes above the 10 million dollar uh, ticket size, we had 88 homes worth 6.3 billion dirhams in just the first quarter. Last year in the entire year was 219 homes. So we have literally hit 30 to 35 percent of the whole year in the first three months of this year. The future is looking bright for us in real estate. If you look at some of the announcements that have come out now about the launches that are coming up, everything is geared for a very excellent rest of this year. So the, the, to me, the people who are still speculating and saying, let's wait and see, could end up paying between 13% to 18% more at the end of the year. When they should be making their decision now and earn that 13 to 18%, why would you want to pay that later? It's honestly between you and me, whoever kept speculating, I didn't even buy in 2022, that's it. It's never going to buy. Yeah. I mean, the interest is, uh, is very high right now in the market. All the government policies to attract new talent, to giving the, the, the 10-year visa for 2 million investments, District 2020, the Dubai Global Initiatives, there's just so much that's been happening that it is just naturally attracting uh, a lot of people coming in. We know for a fact that millionaires are leaving their countries and bringing their families to now settle in Dubai. 70% of the Fortune 500 companies have now relocated and they have their regional head offices in Dubai. Now, what does that mean? That itself is one of the strongest statements we can make to the world that the best companies in the world, these companies have done all their due diligence. They've looked at the political climate. They've looked at the weather, the physical conditions here. They've looked at their business environment, infrastructures, education, leisure, entertainment, lifestyle. And they've looked at all of them. Now, they had a choice. They could have gone to Singapore. They could have gone to a Mumbai. They could have gone to any other major city in the Middle East. They've chosen Dubai. So the best companies in the world are telling people that you should be here in Dubai. And Dr. Funny enough, for like a few months back, we were talking and we had 68,000 millionaires. We have 74,000 now. Like these numbers are not like, like people take it for granted, but these numbers are mega, they're huge. This is a great movement of cash money coming to the city. These guys are not coming here to invest into mortgages. These here are buying their homes and they're really picking up the best of the best. So tell us now, following what you see in the market, where do you find we have the most shortage and which category of, of property? Premium ultra high net worth. The world is coming to Dubai today. Now, China has opened again. Watch and see what happens in the next two to three years. The Chinese will be back in the top five buying nationalities with the casinos opening up with an average spend of $1 million a day in Macau. 
which is being done by the Chinese. The Chinese are the ones who are going to be coming into Dubai once the casinos open. It's not so much the Americans, and because they still prefer the Las Vegas. It'll take them some time before they travel halfway around the world, but the Chinese will come. But when these people come in, when their average spend is a million dollars a day on gambling, you can imagine how much money they're going to put into real estate. They're going to be picking up trophy homes. That's what's yeah. going to happen. So there is a serious shortage right now of homes in this ultra high net worth category. Uh, premium uh, branded residences. People now are looking for that next level. So we will see that happening in a big way. The two million into property to uh, get a 10, 10 year visa is also extremely attractive right now because two million is no more expensive. It is easily affordable. We've had some countries in Europe that have actually shut down their residency-related visa programs because the prices of properties was growing in those city, those countries and the local population was finding it hard to get property. Definitely. We can talk about Greece, we can talk about Cyprus, the and all of them. Ireland, they all shut it down recently. And some of them have actually doubled the investment amount so that it's making it harder for the people from the outside to buy it. It allows the people inside to buy at a lower price because they are residents of that country. Yeah. So that itself doubled the interest in the 10-year visas in Dubai in the last two months. So we can see all of these initiatives starting to kick in. So it's, it's only natural that you're going to see a lot more lodges coming. And even when property does start coming out into the market, everyone who's looking for the 10-year visas are going to suddenly show up because... They have the homes ready to move in. Visas can be applied for immediately. In the next two years, you will see a lot of takers for the ready inventory that will come out in the market. And speaking about visas, I've been talking to lots of PROs and seeing the most visas being issued. Do you know that there is an increase of 20% in retirement visas in Dubai from last year? Absolutely. I mean, with when healthcare tourism, with the quality of uh, of the medical care in this and the kind of communities where you can live the rest of your years, everything is world class today in Dubai. So we are actually ticking every box to making people want to live here and retire. Waterfront lifestyles, gated communities in the desert. I think we have some of the best in the world, and it's very clear. You have a launch and things are selling out at launches. These are investors, millionaires and centi-millionaires. It's not like they don't know what to do with them. They're sharp people. They have options in Singapore. They have London. They can go anywhere. They can go to Mumbai, which has such a high concentration of millionaires. But they're all choosing Dubai. The message is very, very clear. The CBRE report, you know, CBRE being the world's biggest commercial real estate broker, the CBRE report a couple of months came out and was very clear. Out of all the five continents that they mapped, they mapped the Middle East as the number one preferred uh, continent for uh, for the real estate investments. Dubai and Saudi Arabia leading the pack. Yeah, and that's quality of life for sure. Quality of life, there's nothing. I mean, if you look at where we are, uh, you have India, which is now got the largest population on the planet. They're just two and a half hours away from here. There is no city in India that can even remotely compare with a city like Dubai. Three and a half to four hours away is Africa. There is no city in Africa that can compare with Dubai. You are surrounded by cities in the Middle East where you have the highest concentration of millionaires in the world. Yet there is no city even in the Middle East that can compete against Dubai. The closest one is about eight hours away and you'll have to go to China. And this is the reason why there is so much to attract people and the quality of lifestyle is world class. Not to mention the tax benefits, which are incredible, even though we do have a few taxes right now. So, I mean, 
We don't have to sell Dubai to anybody. The millionaires of the world are saying this is the place where you need to go. Well, like it's selling itself and everyone is seeing like the benefits of living in here and being in here. And as you said, there's no better place on the planet to be at. I mean, we have Rackdow announced, Digital Assets Oasis. This is the world's first crypto and digital currency free zone. Unheard of. No other city on the planet has thought about this. And it's coming in with a larger vision for the future. The casinos are starting there. Caesar's Palace is going to be having casinos in Dubai. After that, you're going to get the Chinese millionaires and billionaires, the Asian ones coming, the Indian ones, and then you're going to have a lot coming in from Africa. These people are going to be coming in here, and many of them are looking at digital currencies today. It is the way forward. One way or the other, we have to embrace it. That's what the UAE has done. They've been very proactive, and the world's first free zone for digital assets is now in the UAE. Correct. And um, regarding the CBDs, uh, CBCDs, uh, actually, like, Lots of countries are fighting it uh, because they're saying like it's uh, defeating the whole purpose of being decentralized where the government doesn't control it. And the way they're doing it, they're just trying to get out of this cash, out of the market from people's home and forcing them to use it. While in here, I know it's going to be a great method for us in terms of trading because this city is a surface based. Everyone trades something. Everyone pays something to get another service. So it's going to be a great facilitator for our business. And hopefully if everyone next to us or around us adapt to this method, business in Dubai should see another elevation and a great boom. For sure. You know, one of the challenges that the first world countries, the well-developed uh, countries that have been around for 400 years, 600 cities, 600 in London is 2000 years old, for example, uh, is everything has become so much bogged down in bureaucracy, in red tape, and uh, you can have oppositions and governments, each one going against one another. They don't progress. They actually retard the, uh, the progress. That's what's been happening. In comparison with that, look at Africa, the fastest growing emerging economies in the world. Look at the UAE. 30 years ago, nobody gave, respected us more than being a village in the desert. We're one of the best cities in the world. And that's what I love about the UAE. So progressive in everything that we do, that while things are being slowed down in countries, we are stepping the pace up. And we are being this safety place and safety net for everyone to be ending up in here. Absolutely. Sheikh Mohammed himself actually made the announcement. For three years running, we have we have again won the award for the cleanest city in the world and the safest city in the world. And the happiest. The, yeah, the GPCI, the Global Power City Index, the Japanese report came out two months ago and, do, and the UAE is again ranked the cleanest and the safest in the world for three years running. Now, when you look at the technology, when you look at the experience, when you look at the timelines in which the other cities have been built up, Dubai is 30 years old. In 30 years, we've done what has taken some countries 200 years to do. Singapore did it in 75 years. And that's the reason why with this kind of a progressive vision and with how you can see the markets responding to it, investors coming in, I mean, the, the future is only upwards. Doctor, tell me something. Most of the people they're telling us now with everything happening with the dollar and people are worried of what's going to happen in the future and the massive unemployment rate happening in the States. and. I hear lots of opinions saying that like, whatever happens in USA end up in Dubai in six months. But actually what I'm seeing, the weaker the West is becoming, the stronger we are becoming. And this is why now we're seeing Americans are ranked number six 
and Dubai in investment. And we haven't seen this ranking before. They always came as say 9, 10, 11, but number six, this is a bit too much. So what's your opinion on this uh, okay, subject? The, the first thing is speculations and learning. We call it the snowball effect. Yeah. Like I hear something, I share it with you. You put your two bits onto it, but you believe what I've told you. You never even questioned where I got my sources from, but I'm your friend, you trust me. It has become your reality now. But you'll add your two bits onto it, and you can go and speak to the third person, and to, he will add his two bits. The whole thing snowballs. Yes, there are some concerns being voiced, probably a much healthier thing for this world because there's been dominance with one currency throughout, right? Now, that currency is being shaken. Now, it's a chance. It's an opportunity for that country, if they react to this correctly, to actually prove why they are dominant as the strongest. If not, they will have to give way to something else. We have seen BRICS coming up. Saudi Arabia is now actually openly talking about it. Japan has talked about it. The French president has talked about it. India, China, Brazil, South Africa, everyone's talking about it. The message is very clear. So all of them, and each of them as countries have got their own right to want to be the best in the world. This is not reserved for any one country or one group of countries. The best countries with the best vision, with the best commitment to action will be the ones who will eventually rule the world. And why shouldn't it be that way? And uh, the UAE being absolutely proactive is enjoying the best of both the West as well as the East right now. With regards to the dollar specifically, I would think it is too early for anyone to speculate on it. I mean, the noises started out there. It's going to take a good four to five years before any actual impact comes in. So I would suggest that we need to cut the chain here. The speculation needs to stop in the market. It's the speculation that adds, the, you see, whatever you give your attention to is going to grow. So the speculation grows and most of it not built on actual evidence, but it gets out there in the market and it has people thinking wrongly. So I would suggest that my advice to anyone who's even listening, when someone comes and raises these questions, simply ask them a, a straight question. I said, that's interesting. Where exactly did you get this information from? What's your credible source? And if there is no credible source, you kill it right there. So let's just wait. The world knows how to respond when major global changes happen. But speculating what might happen, and that to who's speculating? Everyone in town, including Mickey Mouse. I mean, you know, 100% what I was referring to is like doctor, usually they tell us like back in 2008, uh, end of it, beginning of nine, when the Neiman Brothers happened and the world crash happened. It ended up to be in Dubai, even though Dubai like recovered the quickest after six, seven months. But what they say, like whatever happens in the States will affect the planet Earth. But what I'm saying right now, doesn't matter what's happening over the Absolutely. Next, we are going all the way up. So in a way, we kind of like deep pegged from the, from the West and from America. And that's what I'm telling you. Like, it doesn't matter what's happening on the planet. Dubai is going one way is, and this one way is all the way up. Yes. And if you look at 2008, firstly, it's Jurassic Park, you know, it's gone. Yeah. But at that point in time, there was a single dominant currency and me uh, economic mechanism. That's gone already. I mean, China took care of that a lot and a lot of superpowers are doing that. So even if something had to happen again, it is not the same world that we had in 2008. The responses are going to be very, very different. And there are, there are measures that are being put into place by all these countries because no one wants the 2008 to happen again. And what you, what you said was also true. We bounced back even stronger in 2008. 
when 2017 to 19 happened, we bounced back the strongest on the planet right yeah. after that. And we have the legacy of being able to bounce back in all these situations. And I don't believe that we are going to be uh, doing anything less than that even in the future. Doctor, as usual, this has been an amazing episode. Now it's about time to go back to training. So thanks a lot <laughs> for this one. We will have another one soon. Thank <laughs> you.